What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. We are reacting right now to the Joe Burrow news. He is out for the season with a wrist injury. Adam Azer with Heath Cummings and Jamie Eisenberg. And we'll break it down for you from a a seasonal perspective and from a dynasty perspective as well. We'll do that later on in this little bonus podcast here. So obviously it's it's tough news. um, And we'll we'll talk about what it means for every single member of the Bengals. So yeah, let's get right into it. That's like I'm trying to tease something, but no, let's just do it. Let's just do it. All right, let's start with Jamar Chase here. So we we saw him with like a not-so-great Joe Burrow at the beginning of the year. And he was wide receiver seven per game before their bye. And that included a game with 52 points without T. Higgins. With T. Higgins and, and a compromised Burrow, he really wasn't that great. He had one game with more than 14.3 fantasy points. So if I told you 14 fantasy points, do you think Jamar Chase will average more or less in full PPR than 14 fantasy points rest of season? Less. I think there's a lot more room on the under than there is on the over. Like if it's over, then it might be 15, but the, there's a, there's a lot of room on the under where it could be that. What is, um, what is Garrett Wilson averaging? I, you know, I'm looking up right now cause there's usually about 25 ish pe- uh, wide receivers who average 14. So what is Garrett Wilson averaging? He asks 14.6. Okay. I'll take the over then. Cause chase is a better talent. And Zach Wilson's a better quarterback, as scary as that sounds. All right, so basically we've seen what Garrett Wilson is. He's a target hog who doesn't score, but is still a must-start wide receiver. Are we expecting Jamar Chase to be a must-start wide receiver? Yes. There's there's very few scenarios, I think, that people will have where they're benching Jamar Chase. So I will still start him, but I don't think you're going to consider him unless he comes out against Pittsburgh – that's their next opponent, right? Against Pittsburgh? Yeah. Um, and has a huge game. And then you're like, okay, this will work. I'm fine. But my guess is 14, 15 points. He'll be in that range. Remember, he's always bleeping open. So get open for Jake Browning now. And let's see if that works. I, I, I'm going to trust Zach Taylor as much as I do Jamar Chase, too. I, I think he'll be – I'm, I'm willing to commit to a must-start wide receiver for the next three weeks. 
Like I'm giving him three weeks for sure. And if we, like if it's two single point fantasy games in those three weeks, then I'm I'm reevaluating. Just in time for the fantasy playoffs. <laughs> right. He might not be a must start in the fantasy playoffs. Yeah. Who do they uh who do they go get to be their backup now? That's the question. Flacco. Go get Flacco and just let him throw let him throw. Well, Cleveland's not letting Flacco out the building. So. <laughs> Flacco's in demand now. Hey. Um, all right, I mean, look, we had, a, we, had a, we had a scenario developing in the in the Super Bowl that Philip Rivers was going to be That's the quarterback right. for the 49ers. Can can they offer some incentive for to the Carolina Panthers to cut Andy Dalton and let Andy go home? <laughs> hey, who would you rather have? Uh, this is, I think, an easy one: Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase? Well, Jefferson. Jefferson. I trust Josh Dobbs. Yeah, exactly. I know, right? But like I've I've outlined before. Backup quarterbacks, man, they are they have been really bad in a lot of cases this year for these wide receivers. Garrett Wilson, obviously. I mean, he's he's been just think about how good he could have been with Aaron Rodgers, you know. And DJ Moore really stands out those four games with Bajant. And uh Amari Cooper's been really good. 80 plus yards in three or four games with Deshaun Watson and pretty up and down without Deshaun Watson. So we'll see. I know we know how great Jamar Chase is. Not not necessarily going to be up to him how good he is. Uh, what about T. Higgins, Heath? Is, I mean, I can't, we can't drop T. Higgins, can we? Uh, well, <laughs> can I say, I'd say the same thing about uh, Jamar Chase as I'll say about T. T. Higgins. I think T. Higgins is a must-roster player for the next two to three weeks, and then we'll see. He absolutely might be droppable. Like, if we go full 30, st- stay, full 35% target share for Jamar Chase and it's a terrible quarterback situation, then Higgins might absolutely be droppable. For now, I would view him when he's healthy as a as a boom-bust kind of a hope flex. I, I would guess, just knowing that he's seemingly not 100%, he's going to take this as long as he needs to to get to 100% because he's headed to free agency. So like to come back and put bad film out there, because of bad quarterback play. Like, I don't know if he wants to do that. Yeah. Okay. Tyler Boyd, we can drop, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Um, I would probably wait a second mm. before dropping him. You would like one second though. And then you do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I think, I think you can wait until like either Tuesday night or Wednesday night, depending on when, when your waivers run. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, I, I, okay. So then, then we talk about mix in here and, I don't know how you guys feel. I This stinks for Mixon. I think this is a huge deal for Mixon. Dave brought up the idea that they're just going to be a more run-heavy team. But I'm sorry. I just He's just the guy. Like, I think the appeal of Joe Mixon is Joe Burrow, basically. Setting him up for touchdowns, throwing the ball to him. Um, first six games, Mixon had one touchdown, averaged 11.5 PPR fantasy points per game. That was with a bad Burrow. The last four games, he's averaging 17.8 points per game with four touchdowns. And that was with Burrow for less than a half uh, in what could have been his best game in that stretch. You know, he was great in weeks, uh, week 11. Is that where? Anyway, uh, big downgrade for Mixon, little downgrade for Mixon, no downgrade for Mixon. Heath, your thoughts? A downgrade for Mixon. I, the size of the downgrades yet to be determined, but there could be a few more running back targets. There might be a few more dump off passes coming in the offense, a couple more targets for Joe Mixon. I think he's probably going to average somewhere around 3.8 yards per carry, probably score once every two or three weeks, average around 12 fantasy points a game. He'd be a number two running back. Why don't we just, we should just do this podcast again in three weeks. And uh, yeah, <laughs> evaluate. 
Uh, it, you know, look, there's not really a lot of trading going on right now, but a lot of people go up to Thanksgiving. So how would you assess the trade value of Joe Mixon? You know, you've got, uh, what did we call them this morning, Jamie? Uh, the Barkley Pollard Walker. The heck was oh, it? the uh, the bad news backs. The bad news backs. Uh, how is that? how would Mixon compare to the bad news backs? Oh, behind them, behind them now at this point, you know. So, look, it's it's it sucks. I mean, it really sucks. You know, it um, it's it's hard to have a lot of faith right now, and you wonder again where where the, you know Zach Taylor said there's still a lot of football to be played. Whatever you know, not they're not done yet. So, you know, you hope that he's creative and, and the team is creative and they lean on Mixon and they able to get something out of Browning. And maybe we have a Nick Foles situation on our hands, you know, where the backup surprises us and you get some solid production. You know, those, those examples are few and far between clearly as you've, you know, illustrated this season, but I mean, Tom Brady once upon a time was a backup. So who knows? I would say he's behind them at least until Tony Pollard plays the Panthers this week. Pollard could fall back behind Mixon this week, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, for, for now, for now he's behind that group. Would you rather have right now Raheem Mostert or Joe Mixon rest of season? Mostert. Mostert. Okay. You want to talk about the kickers? Hey, you want to McPherson downgrade? Drop it. <laughs> it's a downgrade. Okay. He's he's been downgraded. All right. Let's I mean, I think like so I know for me, just to you know, go back to Burrow. Um and, and we talked about this on on Friday morning show. Like, go look and see what quarterbacks are available on where it's like I just picked up Derek Carr. We talked about his two games coming up. You know, you can make a, a transaction. Like for me, it was easy. I I picked up At Perry as a stash candidate. Right. Any of those type of players that you're you're, you're speculating on, go get a second quarterback now. Um, just to just to get the ball rolling. You know, you you can still see what happens coming off the weekend. Um, in that same league, you know, there are other quarterbacks available. Gardner Minshew is another one that I, I kind of like next week because he gets Tampa Bay. Yep. So I'll probably once Tuesday comes and I could drop Joe Burrow. I'll drop Burrow and pick up another quarterback. So try and be aggressive if you can. And if your trade deadline hasn't passed yet, try and find somebody that's sitting on a, a, a decent second quarterback. You know, Geno Smith, okay, not great, but might be on somebody's bench. Russell Wilson, better, clearly, probably on somebody's bench. Um, I know I have a few leagues where I picked up Kyler Murray and stashed him on IR spot and an IR spot for the majority of the time he was out. Now I'm carrying him as a backup. I'd be willing to trade him for sure for something that'll help me out someplace else. So if your trade deadline hasn't passed yet, try and make sure you're, you're covering yourself, but do it now. Because you have that luxury before games happen and maybe something else happens to your team that sucks. Speaking of trade, just the shortest funny story. My my son and I are playing in a son, an analyst league, and he came home from school today and saw that he had a trade offer of Mike Evans, Brandon Ayuk, and Raheem Mostert for uh, Jamar Chase. He quickly accepted the trade. And even quicker, I got a private message from the kid's dad who had made the trade offer. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to learn a little trade etiquette of, I think, about return, overturning trades today. Ah, okay. Yeah, so a tough lesson learned there. <laughs> uh, remember, we talked about Kyler Murray and Justin Fields and Brock Purdy. I can't remember the full list. Kyler, Fields, and Purdy as quarterbacks who have favorable schedules going forward. Um, so you want to keep that in mind. Go back and listen to the Wednesday episode. And Kyler's a guy who's like probably the other team has a starting quarterback. So right. that might be somebody you could actually go make a trade for, and they don't even need him. And then the last question I have before we spin it to Dynasty is, how bad is my fantasy team that I am facing Jamie? Jamie's team is 3-7. and seven. I am <laughs> facing him. He started, Joe, he started Joe Burrow. I started McPherson and the Ravens D, so I'm off to a decent start there. And I'm a 40% ch- I have a 40% chance to win. Like, 
How bad do I have to be to lose to probably lose to Joe Burrow and a three and seven team this week? All right, we'll see. We'll see how how the chips fall. Uh, But based on how my luck has gone in that league, I'm sure I'll lose. Like I, I've had two decent weeks the last two weeks, and I've gone up against very high scoring teams. All right, hopefully we'll make it three in a row. All right, Josh Dobbs, another quarterback you should be looking to trade for too. Just probably on somebody's bench. We'll take a, a break here and talk about the dynasty impact after this. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So Heath, what's the dynasty angle that you want to focus on here with this Joe Burrow injury? Well, I think it's it like especially for dynasty like this is trade season is really heating up. And if you are a contender with Burrow or Chase, you have to really consider dealing them. I think most people who had Jamar Chase didn't think they were going to ever think about trading Jamar Chase. They were just going to have him for the next 10 years. But we've had CD Lamb emerge into what we thought the potential of CD Lamb was. He's my number 3 wide receiver in dynasty right behind Jamar Chase. So if you could get Lamb plus for Chase, and you're a contender, I think you should absolutely consider doing that. You might even just take C.D. Lamb for Jamar Chase if you want to go win a championship. The other side of it is, if you're a rebuilder and you've got some of these young guys, this is a prime opportunity to see, like, you probably couldn't have turned Garrett Wilson in the first into Jamar Chase in the past, or Chris Olave or something like that. If you can take, go acquire those guys and just hold them. I think the, the guy who loses big time, you mentioned it, T. Higgins. I don't even know, does this impact his free agency as bad as this year has been for him and now having a bad finish to the season as well? I would think based on how teams have coveted wide receivers that if the Bengals let him go, there's going to be a team or two that back up the Brinks truck for him. So, you know, does he just walk into hopefully a good spot? Like, go Kansas City. Please go get him. Um, yeah. You know, but a team that has a, a desperate need for a wide receiver—that's not a one. I don't think he's you know proven to be a one, but he's right. certainly a one A high two. You know, can make a lot of plays in the right situation. You know, so like his his for me his dynasty value would would suffer if he goes to Carolina. You know, in, in that type of situation. Right. But I mean, look, Stephon Diggs might be set free. He could go to Buffalo. You know, there's there's lots of moving parts that could happen this offseason. Uh, I'm curious though, like why the CD Lamb manager would be looking to acquire Jamar Chase if you have them so close and knowing that you're still getting this production from Lamb. Well, they just got quite you're, a you're bit talking closer about like today. Not, well, you uh, said he was three for you already, though. He was three, but there's been a huge gap between Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and then everybody else. Gotcha. There, so, yeah, I think like you would do that as the CD Lamb 
manager if you're not in a p- competitive situation right now. I think the other side of it is like the at quarterback, there's been this CJ Stroud, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow debate in terms of who is QB4 and how do you rank those guys? I think Burrow is pretty clearly at the back of that line right now. In Dynasty? Yes. Who is it? Who'd you say? Allen? Stroud, Herbert, Jackson, Burrow. And Burrow, I believe, is the is definitely the oldest of that group. Yeah, I but you're saying if you're saying he's at the back of that list because of this year or or just he has zero value for this right. year, yes. But if you were just doing 2024 and beyond rankings. I had him at the back of this list last week. And it was kind of hot takey, I guess, but it's I think it's clear now. Like if you were if you were still want to do 2024 and beyond, I probably still would. But there's going to be a little bit of a question from some managers if Joe Burrow's injury prone now. Uh, I got it. You know, you're kind of inspiring me in our dynasty league to go offer like digs and something for Chase or try to get Burrow or something. Like I don't know who has these guys, but I think it's a good idea. I think it's an interesting it's an interesting idea right now to go help. You should definitely do it if you're not competing this year for sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, that's to be determined for me, but probably not competing. Yeah. But yeah, um, thankfully we don't have a trade deadline in that league, so you can wait a little while <laughs> we and find do out. Now. We do now. Um, all right, thank you guys. Good stuff and uh, bad news for fantasy managers, but we'll you know make the most of it. We'll try to help you out on the waiver wire throughout the year, and look, maybe we'll be surprised. Maybe Jake Browning will uh, will be better than we expect, and and this podcast will have been useless. So uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Mailbag coming out tomorrow. When you hear the mailbag. We did not know, obviously, about the borough news, so that's why it is not covered. For Heath and Jamie. Or the Andrews. Well, we knew that Andrews was covered. Yeah, but not official. No, not official. All right, for Heath and Jamie and bonus producer Debo, I'm Adam. See you later. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found.